In a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Flow. I'm Frank Bunty. I'm Bonnerail. I'm Lord Sugar. I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. I mean, that makes no sense. They've got the same bits that we've got. Hello, welcome to another edition of the Nerd OD podcast. You've got this week, you've got me, Dave. It's me, Dan. Me, Reg. And me, Sean. Well, we did it with four people. It was good. I mean, there there was a hesitation there, wasn't there? There was a there moment was. when it could have all fallen apart, but we're here. We're here now, and we're here to celebrate an auspicious event. It's because <laughs> I was slightly um, distracted by, did you say another rendition? An auspicious event. I may have said rendition. Yeah. It meant to be edition. So. Okay, that's fine. Thanks, right. so thanks, thanks, Dan. Call, calling out that I screwed <laughs> no, up to justify well, why you hesitated. I get it. I that's know. better, exactly. Yeah, we just passed the book a bit. I'm, that makes I sense. Know, I know normally the Nerd OD podcast isn't political, but can I just say happy Joe Biden day, everybody? I know it's been and gone, but it, it, I, I'm we still can't, feeling it. Sean, we, can't, we it. can't celebrate it until <laughs> Donald Trump's final lawsuit is kicked out of court oh, and into, into the car park <laughs> of a landscaping company. <laughs> that's insane that i don't mind talking about i know we don't talk about politics much but i, I don't mind talking about that, that. that can i also that sounds like something we no, do <laughs> no no it's it is so much better than anybody is making out in the mm. news and i can tell you exactly one reason why everyone in the uk is referring to four seasons landscape services as a garden center it's not a garden center no it's a landscaping business that was closed. It wasn't like they rocked up to a you know a a, a a home base and were chilling out by the trees and shrubs. Like this was a landscape business in an industrial estate next to a uh, store that specializes in pornography. Uh, which I no shame in that. It's just where it was. Yeah, it's and just it makes it for a bit more fitting, interesting. Fitting for the presidency, and they rocked up outside a closed business. And and did it anyway. The the stones of the men. I can't believe like, I can't believe we went ahead with it. To it's rock insane. up and be like, we're gonna own this. It was totally on purpose. And it's like, are you fucking kidding me? How could that have ever been on purpose? Unless he was launching his I next told, venture, which was a landscaping business of his own. I, t- I told the story before we started the podcast, but I have been making it my mission in life to go across all to all of Twitter and TikTok, and every time I see Rudy Gi- Gi- Giuliani on any video. Or any mention, I say, isn't that the guy from Borat? It is, and I'm sure you're not the only one doing it, though. I mean, I'm not. There's not enough of us to like. I think everyone should be doing it. Everyone should be arresting Giuliani now. But anyway, that's that's the politics. That's our politics edition. That's out of the Mm -hmm. way. There's absolutely. There's a true landmark event, which we have to discuss. I think there is. is, This is. (laughs) The There's whole a, thing just happened. There comes... where I got um, I got my Shenmue three pre-order goodies. They finally came. Did through. you? Is that what oh, you're why? Have, why have you not told me? Because um, they arrived on Oliver's birthday, so they got shunted to one side, and it was only until I just started this podcast. How now dare he! Wow. <laughs> so, the children, so, Reg. T- t- figure out uh, art book. So I got my casual toys. 
I've got my Arbok, my capture mm-hmm. toy, and my replacement figure. Um, nice. To come through. Um, I'm still waiting on the physical soundtrack, but that hasn't announced that it's coming out at any point yet. So there's only two more things to come, and then that's my full lot. Uh, and annoyingly, I got Shen Hua as my capsule toy. And a guy, from, one. a guy from Rex, yeah, because I didn't spend three grand, so I only got one. <laughs> uh, um, did you not? Fair enough. A guy, I like the way you say that, Reg. And two guys from, like, one from Liverpool and one from Chester all got the Rio Azuki driving the forklift truck, which is the one I wanted. Uh-huh. If you go on eBay now, they're going for, like, 500 quid. <laughs> what I love is how, when you said... I, well, I didn't, you know, I didn't spend three three thousand quid. In, I, I could tell by the way you said it that you you must have been close, like you really <laughs> almost did it, because mm-hmm. you said it you said it in such a way where it's like like someone would say I would have been here, but I, I almost caught the bus, like I was I was almost there, I was so close. The same way that you were about to drop three grand on it, you were like I almost did it. Well, this the didn't. answer to this all depends on how far away Ash is sitting. Uh, not very. Very not. <laughs> <laughs> then no, he Free was miles it. away. Free he was miles it. away from it, Dave. <laughs> You're right. I mean, that that is the most important news of the day. You receiving yeah. those eyes. No, wait. Wait a second. No, no it's way. Not. It's the fact no, that it's this not. is the 20th anniversary of of Shamu One getting released in the USA <laughs> today. <laughs> How yeah. there's so many auspicious moments yeah. to occur yeah. on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, it's I, also, I can't think of anything else that's happened. Is that the so, second time? Is that the second time the word auspicious has been used on this podcast in like ten minutes? Oh, maybe, maybe. Ready, ready, ready for one more? It's also nine eleven today. What? Oh, because <laughs> of the calendars. I see. <laughs> that was that did not land. That was some serious bad taste humor that Dan that edged on. Uh, that was that was shock jock territory right well, there. Here's something that might cheer you up that um that I found the other day, which is entirely relevant to what you're then gonna segue in. So okay. we'll we'll let it happen, but here okay. we go. Just gonna unmute. Oh, my I phone. was just hoping we could try and fill <laughs> an hour of not talking. Fifty nine minutes of us just going, <laughs> Oh, is it this, Dave? Yeah. <laughs> because I've got plenty more. <laughs> I genuinely want to know what it is, so I have no idea. How can you not Sean's in the dark. I'm Commander Shepard. You might not have been able to hear that very well. Oh, I can hear it. I can feel it. That much background noise, but I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast on the Citadel. That was an official endorsement by Commander Shepard for the Nerd Odin podcast. And that's one of those things when I missed a convention, and the fact that I could have met Mark Muir. For free as well. I'm devastated. Devastated. really nice as well. Like, probably one of the All right, Reg. All right, Reg. No need to put the boot in. You can tell I'm feeling down about it. <laughs> so you know, it's time to die me in. Oh, Sean, you hurt me when you say things like that. <laughs> I reference no, so this man. Did I talk to him? No, you've never met him. I reference this man every other podcast. What are we talking about here? Um, so not only did Reg get his incredible goodies, not mm. only is it 20 years since the announcement of Shem- the release of Shemu 1, not only do we have a ringing endorsement from Mark Meir, also known as Commander Shepard, from the Mass Effect trilogy series. But we've also had our Teslas for one year, Dave. <laughs> no way. Oh. <laughs> I know. Did you get them on the same day? Uh, well, no, I got mine a week before, Sean, and he's devastated by that. Um, but, it is the, uh, but it is the one-year anniversary of this car. So much has changed in the last year. Oh, if I knew then what I knew now. now <laughs> so not only 
has Reg got his goodies? Not only is it 20 years since Shenmue, not only is it 9-11, but in the wrong way around, not only have we had our fancy cars for a year. Yeah. And did, did did those kids, Sean put up a video on, on Facebook the other of day. Of some kids. Of some kids oh, knocking on his door, or, um, shouting in, Are you rich? No. Which so, I'm assuming so, is because you've got okay. a Tesla. Done. couple of things. First of all, I had no door. This was at the point when they were replacing the door. So I couldn't, okay. I didn't open the door for this kid. He just rocked up and I'm there working. I've got so much shit on. I'm trying to get 17 things done for a deadline that was like the day before yesterday. And this kid rocks up straight to the place where my door should have been and goes, excuse me, are you rich? And I was like, mate, I'm trying to work. And he, I, no word of a lie, he stands there for another 10, 15 seconds just looking at all my stuff in the house. Like, I mean, Am I being bullied? Am I being bullied in the same way that What's-His-Face from fucking Peep Show is being bullied? And when I made I, that point, people started calling me a uh, clean shirt, which I didn't appreciate. Can I also Mark point out that, that I, I've never, regardless of the car in the driveway, I've never seen a person with no front door and gone, they must be rich. They've got no front door in their house. Because I was getting person. a new front door. <laughs> How am I possibly getting a door? So, not only has Reg got his goodies, not only is it 20 years since Shenmue, not only is it 9-11, not only have we had our cars for a year, not only is Sean getting bullied by his neighbourhood kids. Well, Assassin's Creed Valhalla reviews have now started coming out. Yeah, I'm hearing it's actually, apparently there's a lot of bugs, but it's really good. It sounds like every Assassin's Creed game. (laughs) <laughs> some of the bugs it's full of bugs but it's you um, know you'll play it apparently on the xbox you have to re-download it uh, to install new uh new uh, texture um files you've got to release a patch already because of, wow. of when you start one mission it just goes like black screen of death and then just <laughs> keeps rebooting you back to the uh, the main menu so you that's, can't that's ubisoft it. for you just yeah. like it wasn't ea games they'd have charged you for that patch right Speaking of EA games. Speaking um, of EA games, thanks, Reg. Uh, there's a new stop. <laughs> oh, damn. Son, I'm going to come to your house, lockdown or not. No, because this has turned into a fun memory game where I've got to recall all the things that you have named. And I've. Yes. I... And, speaking of which, <laughs> celebration time, because it's the ninth and I'm in Wales. I'm out of lockdown as you guys enter it. So that's my celebration. Reg is out of lockdown. Yeah, you can't leave the country, on a though. Podcast. <laughs> So people in Wales have got to stay in Wales. I don't want to go to England, to be honest. But all the best people live in England, Reg. Like who? But also like, some of the worst people. Like us? Like, but like... I speak to you via this thing. Yeah, you speak to us. You don't see us. You need you to lay your eyes on, on us. Mm. Right. I'm, I'm getting sweaty over here. Okay. I've got one more thing. You shut your goddamn mouth. Because <laughs> I have waited a long time. Yeah, <laughs> today is 10 minutes and 57 not, seconds. No, no, I'm not talking about today. today. Oh. Day, I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about I have waited a lot of podcasts to get to this moment. Many, many podcasts have I waited to get to the moment where I could say that Bioware have officially announced a Mass Effect remaster trilogy to grace our screens in the spring of next year. I don't know what that means. And I said it in a reserved way, because I thought about warning Dan about the levels and then shouting the news down my microphone. <laughs> but then I realized that if I woke my 
daughter up. I wouldn't live to see spring 2021. So I'll do it low key and say, we have waited. I have hoped and dreamed, as have many others, I'm sure. And I have joined this podcast on a number of occasions and derailed it in a Mass Effect direction. Because I'm thinking that I could sort of will a remastered trilogy into existence. Mass just Effect by talking direction. About it. Mass Erection. And we are yeah. finally, finally here where they have finally announced that they're bringing it out. And it's, it's going to be, it's going to look shiny. They haven't said much about they're changing anything or adding anything. And you know what? I don't care. Give no. me the trilogy. Make it look shiny. I will give you my money. Bring it to me, Bioware. Bring me it's the weird, game. It's isn't it? If, it feels, it's it's odd that the the thing that that is so exciting here is that you know you've been waiting for so long. It's for a game that's already been released mm-hmm. to then come out. Yeah, a game series that ended eight years ago. You think? Yeah, uh, move on, right? Move on. Well, yeah, but then <laughs> I think about Samu one and two. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when Samu one and two remaster came out, and you know, um, we were excited about that. So I totally, I totally get it. Um, I'm looking forward to play it. it. It's just, it's the fact that it was not on this generation, right? Mm, I think that's, that's all it is. And that's, you know, it's the biggest thing where you, you realize that I I have not experienced a game. I mean, I, I've said this before, but I've not experienced a game that left me feeling the way that game um, ever felt. And I've played a lot of games in the last eight years. So, including Mass Effect Andromeda, which I don't think was this car crash that people think it was. I think it looked nice. I think the story was a bit messy. It was a bit confusing. There's too much going on. And they left out key parts of the Mass Effect universe, like whole races, which is just ridiculous. Wasn't Um, that the point, though? Wasn't it supposed to be in a different galaxy? It was, but in doing that, they took it away from a lot of the things that made the first Mass Effect trilogy good. You know, like a number of the, the key races, like the, the whole point in this is that they're on these these arc ships that are that are traveling to the galaxy, which is great. I can get behind that. New maps, new map, planets, all that kind of stuff. But in doing that, there was a whole sort of plot line about the fact that not all of the ships arrived. So you had huge chunks of the kind of uh, the, the tapestry that they had built for this this galaxy and this in this story, and they weren't there anymore. You know, the Quarians that were like one of my favorite races mm-hmm. in the Master Trilogy, they just weren't in Andromeda because they were on the wrong ship. <laughs> and you're like, right, oh, okay. that's not cool. Um, among other things where it was just a game that it was a game that also really suffered for me because unlike the original trilogy, which I played just male Shepard, much to my shame because everyone tells me it's better with female Shepard. Um, but I played both male and female characters in Andromeda and they're brother and sister, so it's quite easy for them to kind of slide it into the story. You can be either one because your dad is the big boss and you take over from your dad, so it's easy. However, what they failed to do was give them equally compelling reasons why they should be in charge. <laughs> it, mm. it it comes down to whichever one you play, you're on a mission where your dad does a thing and he picks you to take over. But the, the, the female uh, character, Sarah Ryder... She is extraordinarily qualified to be the boss, to be the you know the, the second in command taken over. Like she has the, the the history, she has the career, she has all that kind of stuff. The male character Scott Ryder doesn't have that. 
at least nowhere near to the same level. So in that game, it genuinely felt like if you played the male character, you got picked just because you were your dad's favorite. Hmm. Whereas if you played the female character, he picked you because you were actually a qualified military <laughs> leader. And it was that weird disconnect where I'm like, someone must have read this script and gone, hang on, that doesn't really that doesn't really work. Because they have two unique separate characters. The, the beauty of Shepard is that whether you played male Shepard or femme Shep, you had the same Shepard, so it didn't matter. But at this point, you had two separate fully-fledged characters that didn't really work like that. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Andromeda, I think, fell. And that's why the news of a remaster of the original trilogy is, is such big news, because Andromeda didn't do as well as it should have. It didn't get updated. It didn't get DLC. It didn't get a sequel didn't get or a any sequel. of this. didn't get anything. So they realized mm. that, that, so that was gone. That's dead, right? I, could it have done with some DLC or something? I think, yeah. I mean, some of the best stuff in the original trilogy is in DLC. Um, but they didn't. They just thought, no, okay, didn't work out. And then they've pumped some time into remaking the original, which I'm all for. But not just that. And I know this kind of flies in the face of what I've just said about Andromeda, but I'm also excited because they've also announced another Mass Effect game set in the same mm. universe that isn't the trilogy to be released at some point in the future. And they told us nothing about it apart from they've given us a concept image, which looks quite cool. And that's it. So, and yeah, whereas, but as it's as the as legacy team that are making it, so it is yes. classic Bioware. Yes. Which and that is something to be proud of. going to be a Battle Royale, a <laughs> or a collectible card game. <laughs> well, I, I just remember when they, when they brought out the um, uh, Apex. I mean, Apex, before Apex Legends became a thing that was actually popular, the Mass Effect 3 tie-in mobile game was called Apex. Um, and it just didn't really it, – it was like a, an addition to the main Mass Effect 3 because doing things in it gave you points in the main game. Yeah. But it just didn't – you didn't really – you never really got anything out of it. It just felt a bit of a, mm. you know, just tackle well, to the side. I played the entire game without playing multiplayer once, so it clearly yeah. wasn't necessary. It definitely wasn't. And that's the thing for me. Like, there's lessons – if they don't change anything and they just give it back to us how it was and make it look nice, I'm in. You already know this. There's, yeah. there's no question. If they were to bring it back and make the tweaks that it could do with, and I'm not talking about story tweaks. I'm not talking about complaining about the ending of Mass Effect 3 because that's everyone else's business. But if they were to tweak the gameplay or tweak certain bits of it, then I think that they could make a real case for why someone should buy this, not just because they're a massive mm-hmm. fanboy like I am, but because it genuinely is an even better version of it. That's what I'm hoping for. See, the the thing is, each game sort of had its own gameplay style, and that like, you know, it, it, people have tend to have their favourites, and it's either number two or number three. I think number two tends to get the most love, but then you've also got the uh, the planet hopping, where you've got to fly to a planet and scan it and find out what resources it's got and then the second game you know you can drive around in your in your car on the planet it it feels like if they tried to maybe bring everything in line to whatever was the best version of mass effect those things would start to feel out of place because you've suddenly got this one massive game where everything plays the same Mm -hmm. um, apart from these little things so 
I understand why they're just why they're not remaking it. They're just remastering it. They're just making it shiny. They're just going to leave it as it is because each of those games sort of stands yeah. alone like that. Yeah, and I, and I agree because I think that as much as I think that you could, yeah, you know, tweak them. You're right, then they do become the same game. And I think that although I, I will confess to being one of those players who was real annoyed at having to drive everywhere in the first game in mm. your little rover cruising across a whole damn planet. You know, then you had the second game where story-wise, there's reasons why suddenly you can do this thing instead, and it's the whole shooting probes to get resources. And then in the third game, you've got the kind of more, you know, the galaxies at war, so you're gathering resources to fight this big war. So I think I think you're right. I think that making them all the same game would take away from the fact that they all kind of fit the story as they mm-hmm. are. Um. Because it's something where I know that the first game, a lot of the maps were bigger, which was fine. And in some cases, you you kind of want a game that's got bigger open maps. But there wasn't as much to do, so you had more space, but less things. So everything was just longer journey to get where you wanted to go. Yeah. Whereas in the second and third game, they were like, okay, smaller map, but more stuff in it. Pack it all into a certain place and give it a narrative reason why you're suddenly in this smaller space and why that makes sense. Which I think they were always quite good at um, making the story, despite the fact that it's about aliens and science fiction in the far future, they generally make it make sense. So if something's mm-hmm. happening, it's not that you don't. It's not a case of uh, suspension of disbelief because oh, this could never happen. It's like it's it's science based on actual science, and then alien races that make sense based on certain conditions or, or that kind of stuff. So. That's why I've got a love for it. I realize now that I'm just fucking rambling here. I'm covering a lot of various different bases in my my but I just I got a lot of love. I got a lot of pent up energy about the fact that they're bringing it back. And I just feel like I can just share it with you all openly and Dan will eventually cut or edit this into making some kind of sense. That's what <laughs> I see. Well, uh, Reg, Reg does that now. Any of that. Reg yeah. is gonna cut all that for me. Yeah, thanks, Reg. Nope. Make me make sense. <laughs> Never. The one thing I am looking forward to though is that when when this this comes out and you get to play it that we are still going so that when you come on to the pod the following week you'll be like it's been out i've been playing it it's amazing because we podded for like four years before shenmue 3 came out <laughs> and we did the whole announcement of it and then we stopped podding and shenmue 3 was out played it's like six months later we came on and we're like, yeah, it was all right, right. It's old news now. Let's talk about other stuff. And I think it got one passing mention when you went, I really want to know what it was like. I was like, yeah, it was good. Right, crack on. <laughs> so, so hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we get to listen to the excitement as it progresses. That's what I'm looking forward to the most because I never completed Mass Effect 1 and I never completed Mass Effect 3. Oh, the reason being is Mass Effect One kept on having autosave issues with me, um, where it would always autosave when I was in my little rover thing, um, as missiles were heading towards me, and it would autosave just before impact. And oh, I tried man. restarting my save file, uh, restarting a new game about five, six times. Um, I even about two years after it, lent it off Dan again to be like, let's give him another shot. And it still fucked me over. So I point blank refused to play the first one through. 
played the second one, really enjoyed it. And then I started playing the third one. And I got, there was a, another game came out at the same time or something. And I was like, I'll get back to this. I'll get back to this. And then I never did. So I will now play through your favorite series of games. And I will be like, wow, Dave, you're right. Almost as good as Shenmue. Almost. <laughs> but don't while don't I do tease it, me, Reg. It's I not about Shenmue, be, you know that. I will be playing with my really nice fancy Alliance Normandy SR1 that uh, the Dark Horse Direct team was showing off on N7 Day. Oh, it's very wow, limited okay. edition. Very limited edition. Yeah, uh, one five hundred. Yeah, but have you seen? Have you seen it? It looks. It does awesome. look awesome. It really <laughs> does. So, I'm going to be playing with that while I have my strategy guides in the uh, in the bookends that <laughs> they've also announced, um, and I might even put up some of the character print portfolios along my walls. Just Did you? They, when Andromeda came out, did you um, invest in the? Was it Mako? The I can't what it was called. The the, uh, the, yeah, it was Mako, the Mako, wasn't it? yeah, and you got a, a remote control version of it. I did one of the special in, editions. No, I didn't go for that one. I went for the one below that that had the little diecast Mako model that you could drive around. That was quite cool. Ah, okay, nice. I I I think even then, I knew that I wasn't going to be as committed to it. <laughs> because so I, I didn't, you just heard. because it's the, well no just the fact that it's a it's a different cast and everything else and I was like well it might be great but I know it's not going to hit me like those games did mm. um so but this one if they the, you know talking about a legendary edition that sounds great if they bring out a crazy special edition for that oh oh I'm having that oh I'm, I'm sure gonna I'm sure yeah and you know what. Talking about, you know, Reg talking about um, having those errors with the, with the console, which caused you to quit the game. Mm. I'm having I'm having challenges recently that I want to share with everyone. Okay. Because is this something I, you're going to need to get fixed before uh, April next year? Yeah, yeah, that's right, Dan. So okay. I have an Xbox One X, not a Series X, just a regular One X, because they just can't name things logically. Um, I'm sorry, PlayStation. Two, three, four, five. I get it. That makes sense. Xbox 360, one, one X, Series X. Come on, Microsoft, give me a chance. Mm. So I have had my one X for just about two years, right? And it's been a very sturdy console. It's done its job. I, I'm not, I don't play a lot anywhere near like I used to, so it doesn't get a lot of action. Here I am. That's what she said. We. So here I am. Uh, on the cusp of the release of Cyberpunk 2077, which is a game that I'm excited to play. Yeah, and absolutely. Oh, eventually. eventually. Uh, and on the cusp now of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. And my Xbox, uh, and this is, there's going to be some sad irony here when I've spoken previously about physical media and how I'm not a fan of it. My Xbox has a problem. And I think, from my experience with hardware repair, I think it's a problem with its hard drive, which is where all my games live. Hmm. And every once in a while, my Xbox just goes, oh, I'm going to freeze, make a noise, and then I'm just going to quit. and just going to kill everything you're playing. And this happens now. I was, I was playing a game just before I came on the podcast. Actually, I thought, oh, I've got half an hour. I'll just sneak a little game in here because uh, B went to sleep reasonably well. I thought, great, I'm going to a little game. Played a bit of... Um, GTA Online, because I thought, you know, I've, I've missed that, so I went back to play that for a bit. 
And GTA Online features a number of really annoying missions where you have to go somewhere and get a thing and take that thing back to somewhere else whilst everyone else on the map tries to murder you. Not my favorite. I like to be a solo player. Last time I did this, I went and got the thing. I got all the way back to almost near where I had to go, and I got killed. So it was a huge waste of about 20 minutes round trip. Tonight I'm playing that same thing again. I go and get the thing in a rather slow vehicle. That was my mistake. I get the thing. I'm driving it back. I am around the corner from where I need to take this thing to, where it will then autosave and I will be happy. And it crashes. And I've said before, I don't believe in forced obsolescence. I don't think companies kill hardware when they release new hardware. I think it's a silly conspiracy theory. Hardware just fails after time. That's how it works. But it feels real fucking convenient that <laughs> the first time my Xbox starts crashing is right around the time they announced the Series X. And now it's getting worse on the cusp of release day. I don't want to buy a new console, but I know full well that if I go to Microsoft, they're going to say, give us a bunch of money to fix it or buy a new one. And that's not the answer. <laughs> I only play like three games. Why does my console not want to work? So yeah, so I'm very sad. Just try and fix it yourself. Oh Jesus, are you kidding me? Uh, I, I, I think that if I did that, like I'm not saying I, uh, hardware repair is beyond me because I have fixed more complicated hardware, but I just know full well that I'll take it out, I'll put a drive in there or something, I won't have copied something properly, I'll have lost all my content, and then what the fuck is the point? And also, you know, putting a solid-state hard drive in there, they're not expensive as much as they used to be, but it's still not a cheap thing to fix anyway if it's the hard drive. So, I was thinking that, that you used to be a, a, a literal genius. Oh, I know. No, no, I'm not saying I could. You used to bear us. How rude. <laughs> what happened I, to you, Dave? Uh, age. Age and life. No, I am. Um, I'm not saying I couldn't fix it, but getting the right hardware, taking it apart, I'll either fix it, great news, or I will properly break it. So it's that kind of thing where I'm just weighing up the option. Uh, also, to think about how, um, you know, getting the right drive and getting the right hardware for it, I don't want to extra bone it because I'm double out of pocket. But it's a tricky one. So are you thinking I might as well join the PlayStation 5 Master Race? No. Nah. No. Because as much as I think that they're both fantastic consoles, like you can't argue that, they're both amazing. Like I I quite like the, the, the Xbox sort of system and interface and stuff. Um, also, I'm going to need at least one friend on Xbox. <laughs> that is also true. We can't leave Sean on his own forever. Um, I've also just... Um, just checked the the link that I hadn't seen in all the excitement about Mass Effect, and the the art book is limited to 300 copies. Mm-hmm. It is obviously out of stock. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. But yeah, so my console's on its way out, which is really annoying because I had my 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 the console before the One S I had. I must have had that for a good few years, and it was fine. And I traded it in with no issues. And this one. Gone weird, which I'm sad about. Mm. Well, Dave, um, I think we should be picking up our consoles at the same time. We should order them at the same time and be console buddies. No, I was saying to Dan before we joined the podcast, like Lou said, oh, should you get one for Christmas for yourself? And I was like, wait a second, this is a trap. Like, there's (laughs) there's no way she's encouraging me to buy a new console. That is, uh, no way. She wants something. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. But also, there's that whole... You know the whole interest-free monthly payment thing, where it's, it's a 
decent deal for a brand new console. But do I really need it? Probably not. Yada yada yada. Never mind. That's what I'm doing. Well, See, yeah, I that's... keep I do keep saying this to myself because like my PlayStation Four is is unplugged in somewhere. I think I don't even know where it is anymore. Um, that just goes to prove like how little I I use it because I'm just playing on the laptop a lot. But, yeah, do you remember that podcast where Red complained that I still had his PlayStation and he really wanted to play Squadrons? I did. It's like, it eventually he gave it back to me, and then I, I gave it back, and then he gave it away. I did play Squadrons. <laughs> I played. I wanted to try it, and I tried it. And then once it was tried, it went away. <laughs> and yeah. it was simple as that. Um, but now all the the media pages and YouTube channels and all that have their PS5s and Xbox One Xs mm. and that I've been watching the reviews and reading the reviews and I'm just like <sighs> I wasn't that asked about it and especially because the launch lineups as a mm. typical launch lineup window always is is shocking in, it's on- available on this platform like on this generation like all the games I want to play are available mm. on this generation, but they are shinier on the new one, and I do really, 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 really want a new one now. So I'm debating, and I know they don't sell for much at all anymore. But I'm thinking, I'm probably going to sell my PS4 with everything, literally everything I have to the PS4, right? Like the VR headset and everything. Mm and buy a ps5 with it like i know you can get the adapter so you can have the vr headset on the playstation 5 until they're like yeah at some point we'll do a version 2 but i just i really want a ps5 (laughs) and i think i think i'm gonna cave i don't know how long it'll be or what i might do is since my phone is due at some point i might do one of those deals you know where you get a really shit phone but you get a new console (laughs) fair enough yeah i might I might do that and just keep my handset that I've got now and just keep using this cracked one. And then at some point when I get a good bonus, just repair the screen <laughs> and get that, that sorted. And that way I've got a PS5 and, you know, I just really want a PS5. <laughs> can't justify it like you, Dave. I genuinely can't. Cause like I said, I can't remember the last time it was plugged in and used, but at the same time, I just, I'm like an addict. I'm literally like a, a junkie because I need my fix of a new console. When it comes out, I'm always like, ooh, I need it. And I do. I really, really want it. So I'm going to be a really good boy with it being a run-up to Christmas. No, she's not buying. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to be... <laughs> I'm just going to sell all my worldly possessions and then I might, might grab one. I think we'll see. It might happen, you know, when it comes out on the nineteenth, and then we do a podcast on the twentieth. And I'm like, um, yes, yeah, so guys, <laughs> that's what happened. Mm. I've just done a thing, or it could be, you know, this time in next year when I'm like, I finally got one, guys. <laughs> so we'll see. But either way, I'm dead excited, and it will be well, a PlayStation. All the fallen... news I'm seeing about playstation 5 is it, it you know people reviewing it and things like that saying it's not it doesn't do this yet it doesn't do that yet like it won't support um installing games onto an external hard drive yet um like for launch 
The PS5 so, it won't because it uses the SSD to launch it all, so it needs to yeah. be on the on the internal software. The same as the um, as the Xbox One X, uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah, but people, people wanted to be able to sort of install the games onto another hard disk and swap them around as and when. The only um, way you can do that is if you if you put another internal hard drive. It's because that's people wanting to use an external hard drive. Right. So if you put another bigger internal hard drive in instead of buying an external one, then, yeah, there's mm-hmm. no issue in doing that. That's fine. Just if you want to use an external hard drive, the same as what it was with the Xbox the Xbox Series X or the yeah. whichever one it was, either the Xbox One X or the 360, you couldn't use an external hard drive until a year later, and they finally put in a, a patch to unlock the ability to use an external hard drive. It's ridiculous and stupid, but that's what they did. And I think it's probably going to be a similar thing, not the length in time for that, but they'll do a thing where they'll be like, right, okay, tell you what, guys, yeah, now everything's coming out, boom, you'll be able to do it. So the, there's a lot of stuff that they can't trial at the minute because there's, like people are saying, there's, you know, your, your TVs can't handle it at the minute. So a lot of the, because it's so future-proof, these this mm. next gen of consoles, that it's going to take a very long time for a developers to understand how to utilize everything properly and B for our current tech to catch up to what it's going to be able to do. So it's, it's, it's interesting. And I, I get what you're saying. Like it is irritating because the PlayStation five, like normal hard drive is crap. I mean, the one on the, the Xbox is when I was watching a review. Yeah. It, yeah. It, both, um, both of them are, you get what two thirds of the actual, I mean, it's always the case. Your memory is never as, as full as it says. So you get about two-thirds of capacity, don't you, to, to install yeah. games on. So on the Xbox Series X, the X edition one, they, they managed to fit in, I think it was 13 games um, they placed on it. And on the PS5, they managed to put 11 games on um, before they were like, yeah. Now, admittedly, these were like, huge games so you know it was like red dead redemption 2 and like gears 5 and gta 5 so it was all like you know big chunky mm-hmm. titles and bloody Warzone, the call of duty one that that went on for like what that's 130 gig so straight away that's like you know it's, it's an eighth of how much space you've got or a sixth of how much space you've got on the new gen <laughs> it's just utterly ridiculous when they were like yeah come on this is amazing we can do all these amazing things however mm. it's not going to you know you're not going to be able to play that many games like well you're not going to be able to install that many games now granted you won't be playing eight or nine or like 11 games all at once so no you know it is first world problems in that sort of aspect but when the xbox series x is like hey i'll tell you what we'll for i think it's up to seven or eight games you can literally just carry on from where you left off last time round without any sort of splash screen, load screen, title screen, anything like that. It just goes, okay, you were playing State of K2, brilliant, you're now in on that. And then, you know, Sean jumps on Forza Horizon 4 and I'm like, oh, I want to play that with him. I'll tell you what then, I'll just jump on that and you can carry on straight away and go through it. Brilliant. So, you know, if, if you, people like me who start a game, and then you haven't got much time, you want to play the next new game. And then for mm. the next time, you want to play it. And that keeps going. And eventually, like, you know what? I will go back to that. Where the fuck was I? You can just be like, boom, there it is. I'm like, that feature's ace. But if the game's going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger, you're not going to be able to utilize that to the way they want you to. 
seems a bit crazy. Yeah, and I imagine it's also frustrating if you've got, you know, capacity for whatever, let's say 10 games, um, and then you want to install another one, so you delete it. And let's say you've got a, a Series S, so you don't you don't own the disc. Next time you want to play that game, even if it's a year late, you've got them re-download that 80 gigabyte file to be able to play that game again. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, the ability to be able to go, right, I'm done. I want to move that game onto my external hard disk and have it there waiting until I next want to play it. That's, I guess in a year's time, that probably will come. But obviously that's not at launch, is it? No. So I just, I um, fell down a rabbit hole while you guys were discussing all this, looking at the gear store on the Bioware website, because I've not looked at it for a long time, because there's not been anything I've been interested in for a long time. I think it's and, been off for a while. I, I noticed oh. it, it only relaunched about two or three months ago. I suppose it's, yeah, it makes sense. And they have added a bunch of new Mass Effect stuff in celebrating Legendary Edition. And I want most of it <laughs> but unfortunately um that would involve spending a whole bunch of money <laughs> to get a lot of things that have been added but also i kind of feel like i'm gonna have to at some point because i'm looking on there and they they get me with merchandise merchandise just gets me right like yeah you know a flask and a fucking lunchbox when am i gonna use a lunchbox well, I, I work from home when am i gonna use a lunchbox but i want it because it's got so stuff in it. You don't have to keep going to the kitchen to get your stuff. You can You're just right. Just take, lunchbox, take it to your desk. That you know what? I like your thinking, Reg. And there's a, a watch on here that I've just shared in the in the chat for you guys to look at. And it's I wear an Apple Watch. I have other traditional watches. I don't wear them. I wear the Apple Watch. But I saw that and thought, I just want it. I just want it because it's covered in Mass Effect logos. I don't need it. <laughs> it's two hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> I do not need it. But I'm looking at it going, Yeah, I'd wear that. See, the face, the face is lovely, and I like the little um, toggle, the actual wind-up bit. It looks really nice. The strap, I hate leather straps. Fucking detest leather straps on watches. Oh, it's you not just, for you, then. No, I was going to say, the but if you can interchange it, because like the same, I had the, um, the Galaxy Watch, um, and I really loved having the Galaxy Watch, but I hate hated the leather strap, so I was constantly trying to find a decent... Wait, well, Dan knows what I'm like with my metal watches because mm-hmm. <laughs> the trip to Florida we did. I spent like the good portion of it going to several different watch shops and trying them on to make sure they felt weighty enough and nicey enough and chunky enough. Um, yeah, the leather straps just don't do it for me. Sorry, but I, I genuinely do like that watch face. I oh, think no. I think we've got the clip for the beginning, Reg. Leather straps just don't do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> just as a out of context standalone, that was perfect. Right. This is another thing on there, which is a uh, a piece of art, which I, I just I see it and I'm like, oh my god, I want that. I'm like, oh, it's out of stock. Of course, it's out of stock. How dare you? But um, yeah, you know what else is out of stock? The limited edition uh, available on the the America website only uh, bottle of uh, tequila from uh, from Tesla. I just, oh, okay. I heard about this. Yeah. I I imagine a it'll be nasty. <laughs> and Actually, it's te- tequila. I don't think British people know how to drink tequila without getting shit faced. <laughs> there isn't a way to drink tequila without getting shit faced. Everyone you see in films who can like sip on it like it's you know a fine wine and can enjoy it. That's Danny Trejo. 
Danny Trejo is the only man, I think, who can drink tequila like it's water and be totally fine. Everyone else, you drink tequila, you get in shit face. But I just think it'll be gross. And I think it's so, just... <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, it, it came in this like posh display bottle, which was like an yeah. electric bolt. It looks Tesla cool. On the front of it, guess how much it was, Dave? Don't say. I think you know. Four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Four hundred ninety-nine dollars. Mm-hmm. Jesus. I'm that... gonna guess six thousand nine hundred sixty-nine dollars. Then I should have bought it. So annoyed. It was two hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> it absolutely, it absolutely reminded me of Tress Comes from uh, from. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but saying that, Dan, you um, sixty nine sixty nine is a hundred percent the price that Elon Musk would have wanted to set for it. Yeah, because that's you know, either that. Oh, or come on, guys, just do it. It's my my company. Because he's uh, the amount of times I think he he has genuinely said that in board meetings. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it makes me laugh because of how he was portrayed in uh, in South Park, but also when you guys earlier were talking about um, uh, Red Dead Two. Um, my only experience of Red Dead Two is uh, is of South Park when they're all playing the game and and uh, uh, the police officers playing it, and he starts neglecting his wife, and he goes to work and comes back, and she's been playing his game, and he kicks off, and he's like, "I'm going to start a new game." <laughs> I'm going to go all the way to the start. Um, but that's the only experience I have with that game. And I, I feel like it's all passed me by. I've only played GTA, the new one, uh, probably about four times. Um, so so maybe this this um, this new Xbox is going gonna, is gonna to rejuvenate my gaming life. Potentially. We'll see. Still waiting on the day for you to, pre- to tell us that you've pre-ordered it, Sean. Well, I've been trying, but it's um, you have to you have to wait for pre-order stock, mm. which is insane to me. Sorry, um, just I I'm going to be really rude here because I completely didn't hear any of what you were just talking about. Um, <laughs> Ash, no, Ash went to walk past me and seen I was on the Bioware page, <laughs> uh, gear page. Cheers, Dave. Uh, <laughs> and was like, "What's this?" And I was like. Um, right, before you say it, it's not me. Dave sent me the link to the page because he wanted to show me this watch. And I was like, and she was like, well, that's ugly. And points like the um, the the gun necklace thing. And I was like, oh, no, he wants this. He showed me the watch. And I was like, it's a really nice watch face, but, you know, leather strap. You know I am about the straps. She was like, why does he want it? I was like, well, because it says N7 across the top. <laughs> so that, that's what he wants. And she was like, Ah, right. but you can't justify it because he's got these. And she's like, it's early Christmas, so I'm to just clean up the watches and sell them on. He can then buy the that watch and not feel early. So there you go, Dave. You have my wife's permission to sell on your old watches. And, can, <laughs> and your, can, your, can your wife talk to my wife about how we made that happen? Is it? <laughs> well, what oh. I'm going to do now is, she doesn't know, but I'm going to go onto like, the Sega page and just have the Shenmue goods up there. That's the one. <laughs> like, what can we do with Aussie Yeah, but you she's know that. This too this, <laughs> this Mass Effect watch is two hundred fifty dollars. You know, on the Sega page, if there was a Shenmue watch, it would be like two ninety nine. This stuff is so so cheap. Have you, have you seen how much they were selling the fucking the Brazuki's uh, Timex replica watch for? Oh, that original one, absolutely. But yeah, it's I, sort of it. <laughs> not not on the on the Sega um, the Sega official licensed goods website. The stuff is just so cheaply made. It's really bad stuff. I 
I like that hat you bought me for Christmas before you say it's really cheap shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that it it doesn't cost much. It costs, go, yeah, you know, yeah. your usual um, your usual o- overpriced. Back I mean, I got it. In a, I got it in a sale. <laughs> I just mean most of the stuff. Just I don't know. It's just I don't like the quality of their stuff. Like they're selling. I I just don't understand some of the merch they sell. They sell a jet set radio candle. Yeah. Like yeah, what? What is that? Yeah, it doesn't even smell like spray paint, apparently. So I have no idea what the hell. No. Is. And like but, coins. Oh, here's here's coins with a video game character on. Look, here's the altered beast character on on a coin. Wow, great. Yeah, just what we always wanted. Well, saying that though, there is um, a sale on the Shenmue uh, t-shirts at the minute. All oh, right, okay. So they're only nine ninety nine. However, they don't have large in. Typical. I saw that, and they don't have me. Oh no, they've got medium for you now, Dan. They just don't have large in for me. Oh, and the hoodie's completely vanished off the um, off the page. It's mm-hmm. not even available to pre-order anymore. <laughs> so I presume, presume that my one is not going to be arriving at any point soon. <laughs> Probably not. Well, so, I would I would suggest rather than sell all your watches to buy the Mass Effect watch, just. Get a, a a Mass Effect watch face for your your Apple Watch, and yeah. then buy a, a, a one a, a Series X. Yeah, that makes that you makes get a lot of out of it. that makes some solid sense. In mm. fact, that reminds me, of what I haven't done, what I have always done traditionally, is gotten myself a fancy image of something Mass Effect related to be my phone uh, lock screen. Haven't done that yet. But again, if I replace the photo of my wife and daughter. With a photo from the Mass Effect trilogy, is that okay? I mean, See, this is the issue I've got now because I've done the exact same thing as you, where I've got a photo of Ash and Oliver on my lap screen and my normal screen, and on my laptop background, where I got my new laptop, I was like, oh, I just don't want that, so I just grabbed the first picture. So I grabbed it, and she's like, oh, that's lovely, and I'm like, shit. Now if I replace that with a Shenmue one, she's gonna murder me. But at the same time. It's my laptop. No. Just Photoshop them into a Shenmue picture. Ah, who's good with Photoshop? <laughs> <laughs> you know, however, Dan, have you seen the Dreamcast hoodie that's on the Sega page? I have not. It's beautiful, and it's got a tenor off it as well. Okay. It's only twenty nine ninety nine. It looks glorious. I like that. I have just seen um, Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, and Puma collaboration trainers yes. that look amazing. And have you seen the Miles Morales ones with Adidas? So obviously, because yeah. Miles Morales is just is just about to come out mm. um, on the PlayStation Four and and Five. Um, but yeah, now Adidas are like, hey, yeah, buy these Miles Morales um, trainers, and I'm like, oh, they do look really funky. But yeah, the Sonic ones are case as well, don't they? Yeah, they look really cool actually. <laughs> Speaking of uh, sneaker tie-ins, um, there's a range of them for the Mandalorian. They oh, are thank you, like, for the Mass Effect I've just bought. <laughs> Not yet. Not one day, Reg. One day. Um, and Mandalorian, are you guys watching it or not? I th- no, I still don't have Disney Plus, so I'm. I watched still the first season it. and didn't like it. What? I don't understand you. That's the uh, only person I've ever heard say they didn't like it. I just yeah. got I just got bored, but then again, I wasn't really <clears throat> a big fan of the the Star Wars saga anyway. No, you've never been a big Star Wars person, have you? Uh, I am. Uh, I've watched season one, 
I haven't started season two yet, um, but I will hopefully at some point start season two. Mm. Season two, obviously, I'm not spoiled, not that kind of guy. It's real good. It's yeah, real good. like season one. There was you know kind of it was feeling finding its feet. It was getting there. It was feeling season two is like yeah here here's here's what you want to see. Here is proper Star Wars space western cool stuff. Little nods here like real good. So I heard it was almost like a, a Deadwood reunion in the first <laughs> episode. Yeah, there there is a feel of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, Timothy Oliphant, he's he's in it. He is so good like you kind of just want him to be in every episode because he's that good i don't know whether he will show up more i've only watched the first two uh but he is really great um and i've just discovered the image that i had on my computer wallpaper when andromeda came out and it's a lovely image but the game just lets it down that's sad i'm scrolling so question um tell me what you think about me Exactly. Um, and also what you think about this question I'm going to ask. Um, so The Mandalorian is releasing weekly, right? Or every, I don't know, every so often. I don't think it's got a, a regular schedule, has it? It seems to be one week. It was always every Friday. Last mm-hmm. last time it was it was an odd schedule, wasn't it? Season one. Yeah. Um, do you prefer that or do you prefer them just dumping the entire series onto whatever streaming platform it is so you can watch it immediately or at your leisure i'm undecided because Mm. it is exciting like better call soul for example it is exciting when they stretch it out Uh, but at the same time i do like to binge so i'm I'm firmly in the quite enjoy the weekly camp and that's predominantly because it's a lot less chance of hitting spoilers because if I if I make sure I watch the film true. within the yeah. first day or two, that's, that's very true. Yeah, if, if they also, release it all in one go, you, you know you're going to get someone on day two posting scenes from the final episode. Orange, Orange is the New Black made um, made reference to this this whole uh, argument, which was um, one of the characters. Have you, has anyone seen Orange is the New Black all the mm-hmm. way through? Yeah. Um, so you know, um, I can't remember her name. The crazy one, uh, where she starts writing little stories, and everyone's like, "We need yeah. more, we need more." And she's like, "Listen, I've give you all I have." <laughs> like that's you kind know, of what's going on with the writers, you always right? Call her the crazy one. Yeah. And you don't crazy realize that her name's crazy ass. <laughs> yeah. But her real name, I can't remember her real name. That crazy one with the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they made that joke. They were like, "Look, we're, we the writers have just given you." Everything, every all we have. What that's more it. do you need? <laughs> that that is a problem, isn't it? When you you've got a, a show that's like, let's say, twenty four, for example. Back when TV shows, <clears throat> whenever they came out, they were twenty something episodes. Yeah. Like you had twenty five episodes a series of Star Trek and whatever twenty episodes of Lost. Um, whereas now it seems to have settled on a lot of them are like ten to twelve yeah. episodes. But, but back then, episodes. you're talking, there would be 12 episodes, there would be a little break, and then there'll be another 12 episodes. And that would be half a year taken up. So that means it was only then another half a year until that series was back. Yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it was good to sort of drip feed it now. Now you're getting sort of 10 episodes, and they're dropping all in one go, and then you have got this entire year waiting for the next season. 
that is a bit frustrating. I mean, in fact, what, like when was when was the last season of Stranger Things out? I don't, you know, it was last year. But yeah, I get your point. And also, I really when when Wes when Westworld was out this year, I really enjoyed talking to Reg about it. I was we, just you know about I mean? to say this. Mm. Yeah, I was going to say it's it depends on the show as to whether or not I like to either be able to binge it or not. Like yeah. with yeah. Westworld, I like the space between episodes. I think. What the fuck just happened then? Absolutely, and then, you, you couldn't. And then me and Sean could just spent what, like, the, in fact, it was the entire week talking about months. it. Yeah, and yeah, we wouldn't have been able to do that if it was just all binged because we wouldn't. The conversation wouldn't have flowed as well. We would have, no. you know. And this is another thing: you forget about bits, don't you? Like, what exactly. the fuck happened in episode you six when you don't get to appreciate? Ten hours and stuff. Yeah, you don't get to appreciate that episode as its own episode, do you? You just you're no, it's just you, part of the chain, isn't it? Exactly. Exactly. So I told okay, you So there's there's a point there's a point to this. Um Netflix are launching a um a traditional TV channel in France. Because yeah, apparently it's Yeah, it's called it's called Direct. And apparently France in particular, um they're testing out there because France uh, haven't really adopted the binge watch um thing as well as a lot of other countries yeah yeah they like things to be like you know his they they don't they also don't like the um you know the the overwhelming choice of right what am i watching now and you sit there (laughs) flicking through for hours trying to decide that's actually a really good idea remember the old um the old version of this was you'd walk into blockbuster and you'd be like right what movie are you gonna rent and you could spend like half an hour in there yeah. looking around trying to decide what film. Yep. Now it's just, it's on everything. It's no matter what you're doing. You've got Apple Music, That's... you've got Spotify, you've got Netflix, you've got Amazon. You That's you have really no idea one. what to watch. So okay. I think they're I, without kind of knowing exactly like too much about it. It looks like they are, um, you know, putting regular um, their some of their big shows just on at regular time slots throughout the week so it's like right if you want to tune in now it is on that's so clever because like i mean if if you come into my house at any one point uh on in the background will be either bob's burgers uh the office um or um um probably archer there's a there's a couple of shows that i watch over and over again i just have on in the background um but if there was a tv channel i could just have that on that would be good. And also, I'm guessing if you're paying for it, there wouldn't be ads because that's that's one of the benefits of, of – yeah. that's one of the reasons why I completely avoid terrestrial TV. Like the only thing I'm watching terrestrial at the moment is um, is Taskmaster because it's back on. Um, mm. But even that, I'm else. not watching live. No, yeah, I'm watching on Channel Four, but but Channel Four have been. Re- I was talking about this the other day. Channel Four have been really clever with the fact that they've just hosted all of their library, but littered it with ads. Uh, mm-hmm. Unlike what iPlayer do, which is have um, uh, cycling shows on there, but don't put any ads on. Um, I'm guessing because of because of yeah. cost. But Channel so Four can only be on there for a month. To, and yeah, yeah, but Channel Four can just afford to archive the whole thing because they're they're paid yeah. for, right? But you can also pay for a subscription to to go ad free, so just have exactly the oh, same shows, but go ad free. Yeah. How much is it? Brit I'm not sure. No, no. We've well, yeah, absolutely. Brit Britbox is, is BBC and IT oh, and Channel Four. Um, well, it's it's a bunch of them all together to go ad ad free, and you know, so also like like Sean saying, I, I play will remove a show after a month or whatever. This is permanent, but no, Channel Four, you can pay for a subscription, pay for like 
four, uh, all four plus or something like that. You've got exclusives at the moment on on BritBox, like uh, Spitting Image, for example, is exclusive. Yeah, exactly. They're finally going into some, you know, um, some original content. Speaking of iPlayer, mm. so and this is to take it back to. I feel like most episodes we need to have an installment about my kid and Reg's kid and the TV shows they watch. It's important. Everyone wants to know this. That's right? why you need a podcast, Dave. I, I know, I'm working on it. But um, recently, um, B has discovered In the Night Garden. And I don't... Which one's under- a whore? Is it Oopsie Daisy? Yeah. <laughs> she is. I don't understand Oopsie Daisy it. Daisy and Iggle Piggle. I swear to God that the, I bet you there's an adult naughty version of in the night garden because oh how long they go each episode kissing and touching each other non-stop is just a bit creepy and weird there is a bit of that isn't there um yeah but no i i don't understand it because no. No unlike other shows that are for kids things like peppa pig and hey dougie and others there's a degree of you know an educational element to it you know, they're a fun show for kids to watch, but also they, they learn something, whether it's counting or, or whatever. This show doesn't have any of that. It's just nonsense words and little lullaby I stuff. No counting. Mm-hmm. I don't need to watch the TV show. It's that, but it's also the fact that I'm sure they were on something when they, they made it, because it, none of it makes sense. Literally, like, none of it makes sense. I'll tell you the craziest thing about it. The absolute craziest thing is that the the narrator and the voice throughout the whole show is Derek Jacobi. You see, the Shakespearean, mm. like classically trained actor who, when you see his face, you'll know him because he's been in so much stuff. Um, and he he's the voice of the narrator. He's the one singing the songs. He's the one talking about Eagle Pagel and bullshit. And you're like, how how much do they pay you? Because mm. you are. You're a big time actor. You're a knight for Christ's sake. You're Sir Derek Jacobi. But then again, David Jason in his day, he was in every TV show going, and he was popular. Maybe but this guy—he he was Danger Mouse. Yeah, but Danger Mouse was awesome. If you, if you, thankfully haven't ever had the privilege of watching in the Night Garden, please keep it that way. Yeah. It is thankfully now Oliver is has moved on to other things, but that used to be. Used to watch in the night garden and then go for his bath and then bed, and it was, that was like the time frame. Like, oh look, it's finished now. Just before the bedtime story hits, because you don't ever pay attention to them. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll get you in the bath and we'll we'll take you to bed. Um, but he moved on to like, uh, if you haven't got B to watch it yet, get to watch the Adventures of Paddington Bear on Nick Junior or one. Yeah, I think it's Nick Junior. Um, Love Paddington got, Bear. Sky because. That cartoon wasn't Paddington Bear essentially a traveller. In a way, he he travelled to Europe and he travelled to London because he wanted to see mm. what London was like. Darkest Peru. Peru. But, but he didn't have a house, did he? No, no, he lived no. with he, the family. He lived. He uh, he moved from Peru to the the Brown family. Um, so was he a gypsy? No, he was, he was a bear. just a, he was a backpacker. He's a oh. Peruvian bear. Watch the films. The two films came out because they're they actually are very really, good. Really good films. Because he doesn't pay a single bit of attention to that, but he absolutely adores the Panton Bear CGI 
animated thing that's on Nick Jr. Nice. Um, and each one teaches something new. Uh, <coughs> and it's, it's amazing. And Gary Barlow does the uh, theme tune, so tell Lou she'll like that bit as well. Just got to have a little patience. Um, yes, true. Um, but thankfully, yeah, he moved on to that, and then he's been watching that. Recently, it's been nothing but Toy Story. Um, but, yeah. Solid choice. It, it was. It really was. But, my God, no. <laughs> no I've, I've now hit that level where I'm like, Jesus Christ, you know how you must be with Frozen because you've watched Frozen that many times? I've, I've now got to that level. Like, it was his birthday and on Thursday. So, for his birthday, he got Buzz Lightyear and the talking, nice, awesome-looking figure one. Uh, he got Woody off Ash's mum and, and dad. Um, and then the Woody annoyed me, so I went into the Disney store because they've done a Toy Story 4 exclusive Woody. Um, and they I didn't realise at the time, but they fucked off the old Woody now. So when you pull the string back, he doesn't do like, reach for the stars. There's no. a snake in my boot. He doesn't say any of that stuff now. It's just like, where's Forky? Get Forky. Oh, what about this Forky? It's just all lines from Toy Story 4. Can I also so, point out that you didn't quote Woody's famous line of reach for the sky. Uh, you instead yeah, gave him reach for the stars by S Club 7. <laughs> it's because we bought also a little inspirational poster on his uh, for his playroom that we spent the week decorating. Um up there now, so it's Reach for the Stars. So now, whenever I think of Reach, it starts just in um, But yeah, so I went into the Disney store and was like, do you have the original Woody? Because we bought this off your website, and it didn't say it doesn't do the original phrases. And I, last time I played with a Woody, it did the phrases. And she's like, oh. Um, no, last did. time I played with a Woody. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah, so she was like, unfortunately, it's only the Toy Story 4 exclusives now. And I was like, Right, perfect. You can go online and find like one pristine on eBay that's never been touched for like 400 quid. But if you don't want to do that, you've got to stick with the original Toy Story 4 one. Which, um, sequels, Reg. I, I came home and said to Ash, I was like, well, no, I did find a, a Toy Story a balloon, I think it was. Uh, so I couldn't find a card, but I did buy some cutlery. And <laughs> she looked at me and I just showed a forky and I was like, look, <laughs> it happened. I caved. So I bought a forky as well. So he's got like all three of them. Um, so now he, he plays with them and then points to the telly to be like, look, I've got Buzz, but he's not on the screen. Put him on the fucking screen. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> and then he beats me with Buzz because it's hard. I do like how you make out that your kid is an absolute little terrorist. <laughs> it's like he's he wields a toy thing. and he's like, put it on or you get the beaten again. <laughs> you, you need to come around to my house, mate. I'm not allowed CCTV footage in case you use it against him in a court of law. <laughs> so <laughs> you just come around and see. You're <laughs> in Wales, Rich. All the time. It hides you're, the bruises. <laughs> you're in Wales. By the time our lockdown is lifted, you'll be back in lockdown again. We'll never see you again. That's true. Oh, or I'll be dead. Jesus. <laughs> that escalated. Real deep, real fast. <laughs> That's what she said. Uh, going full circle back to uh, politics, I just saw a, a post of someone tweeting Trump saying, Thank God that's Ofafi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kofif. Uh, the gift that keeps on giving. I've been, I know we're, we're getting towards that point. 
But I've just been doing an interesting thing. So on Thursday, I have to do a presentation and work about something of my choice. Could be anything. It's going to be about me. So I was debating about doing one about Sean, but it can only be 10 minutes. And I couldn't fit everything I want to say about you, Sean, in 10 minutes. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, So I was like, I've got to do something else instead. Um, And I haven't gone Shenmue. Everyone thought I was going to. But not. I decided I'm going to do um, weird or crazy uh, con- uh, game controllers or peripherals. Because uh, there's some really mad ones out there. Well, uh, I seen one on, uh, on TikTok the other day of this guy that had um, a controller. It was a mouse, but you don't move it with like your hand on the table. You move your fingers on it, so it's like a it's like a palm pad, mm. uh, and you can like <clears throat> like. Um, configure it so if you move your index finger up it does something or down it does something else and you've got a, a thumbstick on on the thumb um it's for precision gaming apparently it's crazy it looks like something from from like a futuristic hospital as i say that does sound does sound a bit mad. that'd take ages to get used to wouldn't it yep seems really mental um but there's a few on there that, that i was going through trying to find like the best ones that i had in my head which ones i want to put in and then I was like, what the fuck is this? Did you know that the Game Boy had a pocket sonar? What? Peripheral Why? came out, yeah. right? That you attach it on, and it was a sonar device um, that found fish up to 20 metres underwater. <laughs> or That's it came insane. with a little fishing mini game, only released in Japan. Not but it, that's a thing. And I was like, what the hell is that? Just mental. Um you can get the obviously the Sega activator, which was like the um, the hands-free Sega, like just horrendous peripheral for the Mega Drive. Um, I don't know if you remember it or like the advert was just so nineties, it was amazing. But that was the only yeah. good thing about it. Um, one that isn't really gaming peripheral, but it shows up on every list and is equally is just weird. Um, is the Thanko Electric armpit clip-on cooler fan? what so it goes on your sleeves if you're wearing a t-shirt um and you get two of them and a little uh on and off switch and you just turn it on and off and it cool puts obviously cool air into your armpit so you don't sweat when you game or when you do exercise or whatever it is that you use use what did did these people think the future was going to look like oh this was just because apparently streamers were playing like survival horrors um, a lot over in Japan, so they had fans on them to cool them down because the heart was going that much that there was sweat on the screen and it would make it look ugly. So what they done was they created this, well, they found this clip-on fan and like, this is what we use, and it became really successful for for that. People were like, ooh. That's insane. Which is just weird, isn't it? Um, it's hard to buy deodorant in Japan, so I understand. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, that's that's serious. They, they don't, don't believe in sweat. it. They don't tend to sweat. <laughs> I mean that makes no sense. No. They've got the same bits that we've got. I'm just, I'm just telling you, you, you can't really buy deodorant. The only, the, it's, it's quite famously there is a place in one shopping mall um, that that has deodorant for sale, and it's some foreign guy selling deodorant. What What worries me? What worries me is that as a country, they do sweat. They just haven't figured out what that smell is yet. Maybe, maybe. 
does it smell then in like the tubes? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, apparently, yeah, apparently Japanese, Japanese people like. do not smell, do not sweat as much. Is that not because they have seventeen baths a day? Maybe. Who knows? Weird, isn't it? Anyway, so speaking of weird, um, obviously moving back to this. So we've got um, just a, a couple more. I'll run through. Um, obviously, I had to do the Anamusha sword. Mm. Um, because obviously you can wave that around and it's a fucking plastic katana uh, which is just <laughs> mental um, got the Dreamcast uh, fishing rod obviously because you can play Soul Calibur with it and that's the most important thing <laughs> can you actually? yeah it's amazing some guy was uh, doing Fancy Star Online using the fishing rod just absolute mental but an awesome watch um, I put in the Steel Battalion because who doesn't love Having a fucking thirty, I think it did a work out of thirty-six buttons. Um, ridiculous was on like it. That. I think it worked out. Uh, so thirty-two buttons, five switches, one throttle, two joysticks, and three foot pedals. Um, on the same, including a windscreen washer button and an ejector button. And the ejector button's in a little plastic case, which is awesome. Do you remember when I had that done? I loved that so much. Steel Battalion was mm. fucking. Awesome. And you could only ever use it in two games. And Steel Battalion have... 1, Steel Battalion yeah. 2. And if you didn't have Xbox Live, you couldn't play Steel Battalion 2. Line of contact, because it was just an online multiplayer game. <laughs> so, you know, I spent £210, I think it was, on Steel Battalion <laughs> for the one game. And it was glorious. And that was the first game I ever played that had a permadeath feature on it, where I just wiped your save file if you died. Mm. So there was no... Oh, restart this mission again. It was like restart the whole fucking game again. I was like, wow. <laughs> it was so difficult, but so amazing. So I good. loved it so, so much. Um, and I didn't realize it had a name. It was called the Mega Jockey 9000. What, the controller was called that? Yep. That was okay. what the. Uh, the which, ironically, was which ironically is Dave's nickname. <laughs> <laughs> it's full circle, isn't it? So weird. Um, but the, there's a couple on there, but the last one I want to talk about is, well, there's one that's based on the Tizzle Battalion, but called the Rail Driver Controller. You can probably guess what you do with that. Also, also Dave's nickname. <laughs> well, hopefully this next one won't be, because it's the Res Trans Vibrator. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. You're right. <laughs> the Res uh, Trans Vibrator. The, the, the Res Trans Oh, the Res. Um, so obviously you guess what game this is used for <laughs> Tetris no um, yeah. so they they apparently figured that using the rumble um, or the dual shot controller on the on the PlayStation didn't really give it the oomph that it needed on the PS2 for the original res when that came out so they're like how can we how can we we make sure that we give the people the feeling of being in like a fucking trancy disco town. So they released a, uh, what they call a trance vibrator, which was a, a little square discreet block, like a little sleeve that you can put in your pocket or wherever you deem fit. <laughs> and when you play, if you watch any YouTube videos of it, you'll understand that it became quite a, a top-selling peripheral for lady gamers, is what I will wow. say. Um, and apparently, yeah, it just it just became 
a, a porn accessory. It was a sex accessory that people <laughs> used as toys um, in the end. And apparently the guy, I can't remember, Mizuaki or something, um, he was utterly ashamed and embarrassed and tried to get it pulled from shelves um, because people weren't using it for its original purpose, which was to heighten the senses for res. They were just using it to orgasm with. What a prude. What a prude. So, and then I was going to talk about semen. But oh, no. I we've already talked about semen before. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I don't talk. Yeah, we bring semen up a lot on this podcast. We don't, it's just because it's so weird. Great. So weird and unique. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If it's not, if well, that's not a place to end it, I don't know what is. <laughs> if if you if if one of us wasn't locked down, Reds, then I would have brought you my copy of Seaman. I would have brought you uh, my Somebody Amigo maracas. Uh, I've got yeah. all sorts of of things like the, at my parents. So like the 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 Donkey Konga bongos are awesome as well. Um, mm-hmm. th- th- there's there's so many like light gun peripherals and stuff that that are just so fucking insane. Um, like the Konami laser scope that you actually shout fire in order for it to shoot, but it never actually worked. <laughs> it's just, there's, there's just so many amazing peripherals, but I was like, you know what, I'll just find some weird ones and go with them. And I, I think I'm quite quite content with the ones I chose. <laughs> and sure. I think the, the res one is quite, quite a fun one to end on. Um, the other one which I won't talk about is the uh, Wii inflatable racing cart, which I've seen used for Mario Kart. <laughs> it's just just mental. So, yeah. Inflatable racing car. That's a accessory that couldn't be more Nintendo if it tried, I think. Uh, just yeah. a quick one, though. You're talking about racing cars. The, you know that new um, uh, Mario Kart game they brought mm-hmm. out with the real carts with yeah. the cameras on them? Yeah. Uh, there are numerous amount of TikTok videos of people playing those games and the cats chasing oh, them. Yeah. So yeah. you're like racing around underneath the tables getting like question boxes and shells and all of a sudden you just see this like out of Giant, proportion yeah. cat. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I really I mean, the, my house is not big enough for one at all, but I want it just for the sake of Benjamin. Uh, I think it would be brilliant. Yeah, I do want it, but I'm in the same position as you because we've got so many toys and stuff. There's no point in me getting it. Yeah. Just <laughs> because A, he'll be like, oh, what's this? That's mine now. I'm like, oh, it was fun while I had it. <laughs> Brilliant. Right, guys, it's been a pleasure. It yeah, has. All right. Always a pleasure. Never a Dave, do you by chance remember um, what, what, what we were celebrating today in regards to anniversaries? Do you want to just give us a quick recap? So, we got 20 years since the release of Shenmue 1. We got Reg's uh, Shenmue-related merchandise. We've got 9-11, but not that one. We've got... We've got... uh, I'm going to miss two or three of them out. We've got... Posh cars. Oh, a year from the posh car. Um... Uh, we've got the same uh, calendar quarter where Sean got bullied by kids on his street for having no door. We've got... <laughs> <laughs> Clean Are we shirt. celebrating that? <laughs> I'm yeah. celebrating that. It's great. we got uh, two years old my Xbox because now it's fucked. And uh, skipping to the end, we've got Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Ooh, finally announced. Happy, game, Joe, yeah. happy Joe Biden week, everybody. Oh, and Joe. Oh, yeah, the collection. No, it's no big deal, is it? Just Joe Biden. Sorry, Joe Biden week to 50% of you. 
<laughs> Just enough, they yeah. say. Exactly. Anyway, thanks for listening. See you next time. Thanks, team. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.